What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 221 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch. What's up, dude? I'm just trying to stay cool, my man. Holy moly. Uh, I, I apologize. I'm going to apologize right now if you can smell me over there on the <laughs> other side of the table. But uh, both Matt and I uh, had a had a long evening at the Ball Diamonds. Uh, I got off work early, was up there at 4 o'clock, and I left, uh, got back at 7.30-ish. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was three, three and a half hours of, I don't know, 80, 88 degree heat and sun. And yeah, I was smelling pretty ripe too. I, I jumped, I jumped in the shower. You did. After. You were yeah. smart. You were smart. Yeah. No, I was I, uh, sweating pretty good back there with all the gear on. So. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. You had full gear on. At least I had t-shirt and shorts and <laughs> sandals and everything else. But, uh, no, it, uh, ooh, oof, da. Oof-da. Getting getting used as a backstop for middle school girls softball. So yeah, <laughs> I took one off the shin, one off the one kind of caught the side of the chest protector, one off the arm. Okay, so it, it's only par for course. Yep, yep. Well, if you uh, if you are listening uh, to this for the first time, I apologize if you can smell me through the speakers, <laughs> but <laughs> that's not the norm. It's not the norm. Uh, Matt, coming off uh, Memorial Day weekend, uh, I've got to ask you. Uh, I I, I asked a couple people at work today, but uh, I want to know, uh, do you prefer to have the Friday or the Monday off? You know, obviously Memorial Day, Labor Day, uh, you know, normally a Monday after the long weekend. So I really want to know, do you like an early start to the weekend with Friday off? Or do you like a late start to the work week with Monday off? Um, whew. The one nice thing about having the Friday off as it just feels like the weekend's a little bit longer, you can do more weekends type stuff. You think so? I I think you, I, I it feels like that because when you come when there isn't when you don't go to work on Sunday or on Monday, it just kind of feels like Sunday is kind of like one of those days like there's nothing going on anyways. Yeah. So you kind of you kind of get that break, but I mean I I appreciate the hell out of a, a Monday off because then all of a sudden you go to work and it's like it's already Tuesday. That's what <laughs> I'm thinking. Like, like it's like wow, this feels kind of good. Like I. Like we have a lot of Mondays off for schools, yep, for school, yep. and sometimes it is nice having that Monday off. For one, I have recess duty, so then I don't have then I don't have it that nice, week. nice. <laughs> so that's why I always, every once in a while, appreciate a Monday off. But it can be nice because you know if other people have to work on Monday and you don't, that's yep. kind of yep. actually like Mondays and Tuesdays now. Once summer break starts for me, are couple of my favorite days because if I want to go fishing, everybody else is back. There's right. like nobody there and. Uh, Yep. Yeah, so I don't know. It, it's hard to say. If I had to choose, I get a lot of Mondays off, so I would choose the Monday. Yep. I don't know. I just, uh, today, it was just kind of that feeling. Uh, um, I don't know. It, it, it all, all hell broke loose the second I got to work today and uh, just kind of went down the shitter right off the, right off the bat. And I'm just like, you know what? It's already Tuesday, though. Yeah. Tomorrow's already Wednesday, and that's halfway through the work week. <laughs> right. and, and I don't know. It just kind of one of those deals where it was like, you know what? This this ain't all bad. And uh, I, I think I think everybody, whenever they're thinking about taking a trip, whenever they're, you know, yeah, we're going to go yeah. for a long weekend out to the Black Hills. Yeah, we're going to go for a long weekend on a fishing trip. They always take, you know, they're, they're going to take off Thursday after work, take Friday, Saturday, and then come home on Sunday. And I think very seldom does anyone ever leave Friday after work and stay through that Monday. Right. Monday's the day that everyone kind of forgets. And I can't tell you how many times I've been up on Okaboji, 
you know, four o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, about ready to take off and come back over here to Rock Rapids, and the frickin' lake is like glass. Yeah, there's nobody. And that's actually one of I enjoy it too. I actually thought about it yesterday on Monday about if the, if it wouldn't have been so dang windy, hooking yeah. up the boat and going because, like you said, already at like noon. I mean, the amount of traffic that's heading, oh for sure, you know, west yep. heading back to yep. Sioux Falls and stuff like that. It's just crazy. I mean, it is. It really is. And it's just like you could go over there and kind of, like you say, have the lake kind of to yourself on those late afternoons into the evening. Yep. No doought about it. Uh, Episode 221 brought to you by our good friends over at Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Find them up there on uh, North Cliff uh, on Benson Benson Road. Road. Um, And uh, this week, uh, let me see what Josh said for the deals. Uh, always deals. Always deals up there. Uh, we got, I got, I'm going to butcher the name here, but Daiwa Revros, 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 I'm going to call it. Probably Revros because Abu Garcia has the Revos. The Revos, yeah. R-E-V-R-O-S, Revros, Revros, I don't know, one of them too. Uh, and Excelsior Reels, Daiwa Revros or Excelsior Reels are both on sale uh, those Rivros, uh, were $49 now $35 and, uh, they got new striker rain suits, uh, Dakota Angler branded in, uh, just today as we're recording this, Josh said they are absolutely freaking badass to all hell. And, uh, he, he's pretty jacked up about them. So, uh, stop in there and, uh, take a look at those. If you need some new reels, uh, if you need a new rain suit, they got you covered. But uh, if you can't make it in, you know what to do. www.dakotaangler.com and use code Dirtbag. Dirtbag. Just that Just simple. It's that easy. You use Dirtbag. Save yourself a little moolah. A little moolah. So you can add a little bit more to the cart. You know, you ever you justify yourself by doing that like when there's they had their Memorial Day sales and stuff this weekend and you know, getting that 10% discount by using code Dirtbag. You're kind of like you're usually you're like well okay that's probably enough but then you're like you know what I got that discount code so let me throw a couple more items into that that's exactly right so that's that's the way to do it yep yep no doubt about it uh, you'll be happy that you did uh, give it a shot so. they can, it's the one stop shop for all your fishing needs it really is yep get yourself outfitted you can get your license you can get your bait you can get your tackle you can get clothes I mean everything you need there yep I. I mean, I wouldn't hold out, uh, you know, some if, snacks. If, yeah, if you want to tell the old lady, you know, hey, I'm going over to get groceries, swing by there. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a couple bags of chips, maybe a yeah. thing to pop up front and say, hey, honey, I got her taken care of. <laughs> also got a couple new jerk baits. That's right. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Uh, here's here's the crappy part of uh, this whole Dakota Angler deal. Uh, some low-life pieces of shit decided yep. to rob them over the weekend. Yeah, broke in, it looked like, and uh, decided to get some sticky fingers on them. Yep. So uh, um, if you go check out Dakota Angler's uh, Facebook page, we actually shared it on our Facebook page, but uh, they got a couple pictures of the piece of crap on uh, from their security system. Uh, looks like he took some stuff that only employees were supposed to have, Dakota Angler branded uh, um, jackets and whatnot. So if you see anybody in a blackfish uh blackfish jacket dakota angler branded uh go up punch him dead square in the nose 
and then say, hey, are you Josh or Todd? If they say no, say, okay, well, there's a My chance. Bad. You you might be. <laughs> yeah. If it, if it is Josh, just say, ah, right. dirtbag. Yeah. But uh, um, no, uh, whatever. You go, go check out the Facebook page. You can take a look at the uh, the jacket that this person stole. Um, keep, oh, keep your eyes open on any, like, fishing pages or if you hear anybody selling some equipment or anything like yep. that that normally might not have it. Uh, right. Yeah. I don't know what they all uh, what they all took, but no, uh, yeah, I don't either. But striker was it a striker duffel bag and a blackfish uh, yep. um, jacket for sure. And uh, sounds like they got a pile of cash and and some other stuff. But uh, um, keep your ears I, I, open. Yeah, I think I think uh, Josh, Josh said uh, they're getting results back from fingerprinting, and so hopefully. Uh, Hopefully they find this jack wagon. Yeah. You, you know what would be really awesome if instead of throwing these guys in jail and giving them three meals a day and uh, uh, stuff like that, we just need to tie them up to a light post and everyone gets to go by and throw a rock at them. A little old school justice. Yeah, just but everyone let, gets to throw one rock. I think I think that, you know, Josh and Todd should be able to decide what, what he has to do, you know. <laughs> Listen to the Midwest Angler Podcast, <laughs> episode one through two hundred and twenty-one. I mean, if he needed, I was going to mercy. Say, I was going to say if he needed fishing gear that bad. I mean, instead of risking five to ten, he could have just saved ten percent off the discount. <laughs> right. He would use dirt bag. There's online. a guy that didn't know about the code word dirt bag. <laughs> no. no, so whatever. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they find that moron and yeah, and that that crap just. I mean, it just sucks, plain and simple, all the way yep. around. I mean, it's low life piece of crap, like you said. Yep, is what it is. So, so uh, speaking of low life pieces of crap, I saw a Facebook uh, post uh, on one of the South Dakota Facebook pages. Uh, sounds like uh, there was a group of people up at the Fort Randall uh, boat ramp. A boat ramp by Fort Randall. I'm not sure uh, what exactly it is. Never been up in that area. But uh, supposedly they had a lookout car that was sitting over on the top of the hill, I believe it said. So I'm not exactly sure. Uh, Like I said, I've never been there. But they had a lookout car that was up at the top of the hill uh, paying attention to... uh, Is the Fort um, Randall boat ramp the one that we were at with Chris and Shantha and... Oiler is that the Fort the, Randall Dam right there? I believe so. That could very well be. That makes sense. That makes sense because they were we were up on that like a hill and the parking ramp was down down oh, lower yep. if I remember right. Yep. So yep, you, I, I think you might actually be right on that one. But uh, whatever the case, yeah, they had somebody up on top of the hill that was a lookout. Uh, some people down at the bottom that were uh, ransacking any of the play, um, any of the vehicles that were down there, and uh, yeah, you know, just more low life pieces. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. Grade A garbage. Pretty much. It, it really sucks. Like, you go out there, you park your truck, always hoping that, you know, you have faith in humanity that nobody's right. going to do anything to it while you're out there on the lake. And there's nothing worse than coming back after spending the day on the lake or even a few hours and coming up to your truck and or your vehicle, whatever you have, and you're thinking, man, something doesn't look right here. And you got a busted out window or something like that. And somebody's taking some of your stuff. Do you think that it's other fishermen stealing no. people's fishing equipment? It's it's just people I think it's out people looking trying, for something to yeah, quick try to pawn I, off. And I think they're coming there for a reason. It's not like it's another. It's I highly ever doubt it's another person at the ramp that's walking by and saying, "Oh man, somebody forgot like uh, I'll say their iPod or something like that yep. in their in their vehicle." And you know what? I need that thing. So here, let me break it 
Because you got to think the majority of somebody's fishing equipment is in their boat out on the water. Right. You know, yeah. what What a value did they leave back in their car? Yeah. I mean. So that's usually what's, what's taking place there. Is, yeah. You know, people actually go and target those those ramps. And I think it happens a lot. Like you see on some of the forums on, online. I don't, shouldn't say forums, but like Facebook pages now. Where, <laughs> Easy, Matt. <laughs> well, the 90s you know, I know. <laughs> they, want their, they want their term back. <laughs> In a chat room. <laughs> you had hair back then when forums were popular. Beautiful hair back then. Yeah, MSN Messenger. <laughs> but no, it's just, they, they're they going there. You see it in the bigger cities, you know, more more populated places where things like that happen. It doesn't yeah, seem New like Prague. <laughs> New, New Prague, Prague is yeah. the one that really comes to mind. I don't want to stay in the metro you... <laughs> area and pigeonhole those guys yeah. up there, but uh, got to have an armored truck in the parking lot there (laughs) i didn't know shit (laughs) but uh no yeah it's uh it's crazy so i i don't know obviously you know we can sit here and try to be your parents and tell you don't leave anything of any value in your uh vehicle but uh you know you you already know that but um i don't know i think a lot of these people break in for 25 cents really i I was gonna say i think sometimes they just break in just to see if they can find like just to hope they get lucky and Yep. you know find something because a lot of most people if they have anything of valuable value they're not going to leave it sit out where you can actually see it right. because i mean you fear that as much as it sucks you know this day and age you got to be careful with what you do i mean that's that even goes for when you come back to your trailer and boat in the ra- on the ramp and stuff like that or in the parking lot you kind of every once in a while you want to just give it a once over that's like, the that like walk around that and to just me is even it. worse than stealing right oh me too like when you're deliberately doing something just to just to mess with somebody you know loosening lug nuts yeah. on on you know wheels or, or pulling the hitch i mean that you know it's it's one thing to to steal a pair of freaking 12 year old gas station sunglasses like all right pal good on you like badass but you pulling pulling hitches and and that type of shit i mean people die because of that yeah, and, can, and that's you, you have no i mean and and i guess neither do you with stealing you know you're, you're just going and stealing you don't know who the who the victim is but i mean to to truly uh i don't know i'm gonna say maliciously you know, just just out to truly harm someone, right? I mean, that's there's a special spot in hell for people like that. Oh, there definitely is. I mean, you see it every once in a while where people have talked about like their, like you said, their like pins on their truck or on their trailer have been pulled, or their uh, what do you want to call it, the latch on the on the ball and stuff like that. People yep. will flip that up. And yep. I mean, a lot of times you don't think about it. You're like you get back to you run up, you're in a hurry to load up anyways because you don't want to take forever at the ram so you just run up there unlock the truck jump in it and fire it up but every once in a while it's not a bad idea just to just to give it a once over yep yep make sure that your pins are all in make sure that uh um you know on on the winches and whatnot that uh um i I don't know that that nobody flipped the little tab over i i don't know just or just people that straight up goofy crap enjoy like breaking lights and stuff like that you see slashing tires randomly like it's just yep. that crap. I mean, heck, I was out fishing last week the one evening, and I was kind of in a remote parking lot on Silver Lake on that west boat ramp, you know, there down the gravel road. And I'm out there, and I was out from the boat ramp, and I could see it, and a vehicle just came pulling in and stopped for a little while and then left. And it was just kind of like, 
Even I was like, hmm, I wonder what they were up to. But yep. I mean, for all I know, that they could have got out and made a few casts on the dock or something like that. But uh, yep. it, it's, it's too bad that person has to think that way. Yeah, no no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, what would what would you do if you like came upon somebody like I don't doing... think we want to know what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we ask ourselves a lot of that a lot of times like like you know, take the Dakota Angler situation there for example. All of a sudden maybe Josh had to run down to the store late at night or something like that. You yeah. Know? And yeah. you and you come you know, you come walking around the go to the door and all of a sudden you're like, "Whoa, wait a minute here." I mean, but it, it, it takes away a person's peace of mind. You know, right. I mean, you, you hear that all the time. People that get their houses broken into or, yep. or, you know, obviously their business broke into. You know, when when Josh is at work or Todd's at work or, or you know, when I'm sitting at my house, you know, watching TV, I'm not worried about that type of stuff. You don't worry about it until you have a reason to start worrying about it. Mm -hmm. And that's just, it, it's crazy. It, it's honestly nuts that from now on, every time Josh or Todd is walking around in their shop, you know, they're always going to, you know, kind of peek over All their right. shoulder and, and, you know, that takes away, I don't know. It, it It's crazy. It, it is. It's freaking nuts. Well, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm a believer in karma. So, you know, I got a feeling that this person that did this guy that did this is karma's going to come to bite him in the ass. So I got no a one, feeling he, the, no this one, probably no isn't no his one, first rodeo. Knowing the dumbass, he'll probably come walking into the store with the freaking jacket on that he stole from there and <laughs> be like, Hey bud, I bought these for, for me a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. So but. hopefully, like I said, if you guys, you know, just keep your eyes open, ears open too, and just, you know. Call the cops if you see something. Yep, yep. Uh, th there's been a couple other posts, Matt, uh, speaking of boat ramps, boat ramp parking lots and whatnot. A couple other posts uh, a few guys have been uh, throwing around on Facebook. Um, just, uh, uh, well, A, I, I saw a cables bait shop over in, yeah. in uh, uh, Okaboji had somebody that just dropped a trailer off in their in their parking lot and you know, just took off. Yeah, but it's no happening idea. at the boat ramps, too. You know, people are... are you know, pulling in, unhooking their their uh, boat their boat trailer and and taking off, and I don't know, going to have supper or something. And uh, you know, I at first, you know, it's like, wow, well, what's the harm in unhooking your boat and you know, going and running to you know the hut and having a bite to eat? Uh, you know, obviously, you'd tough to find a parking spot. You know, when you're hauling a whole entire boat, yeah. but that is a slippery, slippery slope when you start allowing that. And next thing you know, boats are staying there overnight. Boats are staying there, you know, for for four days at a crack. You know, people are using people are them at parking ramps. Yeah, people are coming up for the weekend and and you know, setting them there on Thursday and you know Sunday when they go home. You know, yeah, then we'll hook back up and head back. But you know, in the meantime, well, we might go fishing a time or two. So you just park it over there and man, especially at a place like Okaboji or. You know, some of these busier lakes up in, in South Dakota, Minnesota, man, you know, like you start allowing that and next thing you know, you got 120 boats sitting there and, and, yeah, and, uh, and then that's when you have people start parking on property. They're not supposed to be parking on. And then that, that's when issues come, you know, arise or people stuff. start breaking into the freaking boats and, yeah. you know, all of a sudden, what the hell? well, I mean, you know, think about it, dude, you, you know, there's, there's 50 boats sitting there like somebody's got some valuable stuff in their boat and and 
I I see it happen a lot in Emerson Bay. Over oh yeah, Okaboji. yeah, one hundred percent. People leave their I, ice shacks there, right. permanent ice shacks. I don't know if like if people are camping in that campground that's right there, you know, by by the boat ramp or what, and they think, well, I got my trailer, my camper up here. I'm going to pull my boat up here. Well, there's not enough room to put my boat trailer by my camper, so I'm just going to leave it in that parking lot or what. But I mean, there's there's vehicles that are or there's boats that are parked in there for for weeks yeah at end i mean i i think it's bull crap i just yep. i mean i think that those those ramps or those parking lots should be for the people that are there that day fishing so that they have somebody somewhere to park their trailer and their vehicle yep and you sit and you look at that emerson bay boat ramp parking lot when when it's completely empty it's like oh man this thing is huge you get 20 pickups and trailers there oh, and yeah. all of a sudden it's like Oh, this thing's starting it to gets, fill up pretty it good. Gets small and, and, in a hurry. Yeah, especially on a on a holiday weekend yeah. on Okaboji. I mean, holy moly! But uh, well, and now, it, I mean this in this ramp that the one post that you're talking about too, um, the south ramp on Spirit Lake. There's only like you know twelve spots there. If that at yeah. most. Yeah. So when people are just, I mean, I think the one trailer was like just a car trailer that was parked there. Yeah, I think it was somebody that was working on a house nearby, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, it, just... it kind of takes away from what their purpose are and like what it's for. So yep. it just sucks that that happens. Uh, I guess the thing to do is call the DNR. I don't know what they can come down there and have it towed away or something like that or try to find the owner of it. But I don't know. It's just not a good situation. Yep. Man, I got, I got another uh, topic that I wanted to bring up to you. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, May 30th today, June is... Uh, it doesn't seem like May, like there wasn't May. <laughs> no kidding. It feels like, it's we like it was just April, April right? And we went from April yep. right to June. It's just yep. like, holy sheesh. No, I think that that is very real. And I think about everyone is feeling that way. And I got a feeling with how, uh, how late this winter was, all of a sudden it's going to be you know, the end of August and it's going to be like, what the hell happened yeah. here? But, um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's nearly June. I'm not going to be able to say that I got out and fished in a boat in May. And I'm sitting here looking at all these Facebook memories of, you know, you and I, or, or Ramrod and I, my brother and I, or, you know, different people that, you know, I was out in the month of May and, you know, some awesome, awesome fishing. And, you know, every single year I say, man, you know, I got to get my boat out, you know, early, early on in the spring and, you know, got to go take advantage of that. But spring's just freaking busy. You know, the, really the kids is. are involved in a ton of activities right now. And I'm just in a spot in life where, uh, you know, just a, a lot's going on and, and I just can't break away like I, like I did, you know, three years ago, uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, before my two-and-a-half-year-old came along, life yeah, really? life was a lot different <laughs> two-and-a-half right. years ago. But uh, whatever the case, uh, you know, I have been able to get down to the river here in town. And uh, for those of you guys that have listened to this show for, for very much time at all, you've heard of us, or you've heard us talk about the Rock River that runs through town. Uh, we got a really nice park, uh, plenty of, of public fishing there, uh, two sets of dams, and, uh, you know, just really good smallmouth bass fishing uh the occasional walleyes caught really good cat fishing really good carp if if that's what you want to do but uh matt and i you know spend a lot of time down there and and right now is really a, a good time of year to get down there whatever but uh you know I, I sit here and i think to myself like man you know i really haven't got out and and 
done any fishing yet this year. And then I'm like, well, that's not true, Scott. You know, you've been down to the river a few times and, and, you know, caught some fish and, and whatever, but I don't look at shore fishing like real fishing. And, and, and like, maybe that was harsh the way I said that, but like in my mind, I, I don't feel like it counts that since I just went shore fishing, you know, I, my, my brain is so programmed to think that the only kind of real fishing is out of a boat and that's crap. Right. It, it's, it's crap. Like, you know, I could literally go down to the river here in town, catch eight smallmouth bass, you know, and, and maybe five of them are one pounders, but three of them are, are, you know, decent two and a half, three pound fish. And if I would have done that out of the boat, I'd have been like, well, Hey, that was a good day. Yeah. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But since I did it from the stone on the side of the river, it just doesn't count the same as me or for me. And, and I don't know, do I feel the same way about a kayak? I'm not really sure. It's been a couple years since I've done any kayak fishing, but I mean, that's crap too. You know, like all of it should count. And I don't know why, I, I don't think I'm the only one that feels this way. No, I think that like we just get this persona in our brain that like it does like whenever you see fishing on a TV show or people talk about it, it's in a magazine or something like that. It's usually you picture somebody in a boat out there on a lake fishing or a big river or something like that. So if, I think if you're that, fishing from shore, you're not a serious fisherman. Oh, right. And I think that's what people think. And like you said, that that's just such total crap. But I think we're just program. It's programmed into our brain so much to think that, and uh, I don't know. I it's I think it's kind of an internal battle we have with each other. I think that's a battle that we have amongst each other as fishermen sometimes too. Like, oh, you're not a real fisherman. You don't have a boat. Who gives a crap if you don't have a boat? Right. Some of the best fishermen in the world don't have a boat. Exactly and, right. And there's dudes that know how to run slip bobbers and and you know all sorts of stuff are catching way more walleyes than those dudes trolling they yep. just know where to go what time to be there and and you know let, let them crack but right, right. uh yeah I, I, well hell i got a guy at work right now that's been going over to okaboji waiter fishing yeah and the pictures he's been sending like he's going over there and freaking hammering them yeah he's really really doing well well and, i mean even and, look- and if somebody if, if if somebody was going over there and and catching the same amount of fish out of the boat Everyone would be like, wow, wow you know, he's what a really, stick. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah he's like, holy buckets. Did you see what old, you know, Jim did? He went over there and he was just hammering over there. Right. But since it's from, you know, waiter fishing, like, ah, it's just not quite the same. And, and I don't know why that is. Like, I mean, I, you think about some of these people that we know, some of these people that we've had on here that don't own boats do most of their fishing from shore and have gotten really, really good at it and catch really, really big fish. Right. They're not any less of a fisherman than, than and anybody else. Right. I, I don't know. Like what, what is the stigma with that? Because it's not just us. I, I mean, it's a, right. it's a whole Midwest thing. And, and I got a feeling if you went out to the coast, Florida, Texas, whatever, you know, there's a lot of dudes that do a lot of fishing from the beach, you know, from yep. the piers, whatever. But I got a feeling that if you asked the people that were out on the boats, well, those aren't, you know, you know, those aren't serious fishermen. Like, like 
like there's classes of fishermen and you got to have a hundred thousand dollar boat to be in the, in the serious fisherman class right. even even amongst boat owners you get that like, for sure you know people size each other up at the ramp or something like that or you know oh man i wish i had that boat and it's just like well just be happy with what you have and you know take advantage of any any way you can get out there and fish is is the way to do it i mean like you're saying so one thing about these guys that are constantly fishing from shore, I mean, they know when the best times to go are, uh, w- like where to go. I mean, I think a lot of people don't do their research and figure out where to go. They just figure, oh, I can't. There's no place for me to go. I mean, look at Kelvin Gro- Grovner <laughs> and Josh they, Westro over there. They are. They Kelvin Grovner was the one that was I actually mean, coming right to my head. Those guys just straight hammer the fish over there. And a lot of that stuff is after dark, you know, when yep. people people are done fishing for the day and they think all oh, the fish aren't biting or stuff like that. Those guys know where to go. You know, they've, they've went out there trial and error and stuff like that. And they do, they catch some truly amazing fish. Yep. I don't know if it's like a persona too, that people think that like, you know, shore fishermen, you know, you can only catch catfish from shore. I right. think, I think that's the thing too. I think that people only think that, well, if I want to catch walleye, I can't do, you know, I got to get out there on the boat and get away from the shore to, to catch walleye, they don't realize, like you said, you know. What uh, comes up to feed. Yeah, exa- <laughs> right, exactly right. Just know the times when to hit them and, yep. you know, go over there. And I, I can remember that's what, that's what we, I primarily started off with, with shore fishing. We knew some spots in southwest Minnesota that, you know, early spring, well, we knew that the crappies would be up in the reeds. So you go over there and you'd fish in the reeds from shore and stuff like that. And you'd yep. hammer crappies, you know, you know. Walleyes would bite at this place at night at this place. So midnight on opener, we'd go with our slip bobbers and we, we knew there was like a little inlet that was coming in there and you'd throw the slip bobbers out there and let them drift out into the, you know, out into the lake and then you'd, you'd catch them. But, uh, I don't know, like you said, I think that we just get this stigma that you have to have a boat in order to, to be considered a real fisherman. Like, you know, people, how many people have you ever asked? Like, they're just always like, oh man, I love fishing, but you know, I don't have a boat. So So? (laughs) it's like, yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to judge you. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a big investment. And I mean, if it's hard to sit there and walk by it every single day and there it sits in the garage and it's just like, man, I should really get going. Like I should, I need to get out, but, uh, yeah, it's and there is probably spots where the public access isn't quite as plentiful. Yeah, that's you true. know, I mean, I, I guess for us right here, you got all of Lake Bahoya, um, what's that thing called? Willow Creek or yeah. Willow Creek on the way over to Okaboji. I grew up. I grew up at the Shoneman Pit Ponds in Laverne. We'd go over there yep. and fish. I mean, you can walk all the way around those. I mean, if yep. you want, obviously you can't put boats in them, but if you wanted to put like a little John boat or. Like you said, kayaks and stuff, that's a way to get off of shore too. Yep. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, for somebody that, that really feels, well, you know, I, I've really got to get offshore, don't overlook a kayak. Or a canoe. Don't, don't overlook a kayak. Yeah, or a canoe. But uh, just actually the other day I was talking to a guy at work, and uh, the, the kayak that I did a lot of fishing out of like three, four years ago was a lifetime brand, like the same ones that makes like plastic p- picnic tables and whatnot. And uh, – I couldn't believe it, but on Walmart.com, uh, they had they had a kayak on there, the same same exact kind, and uh, well, it's actually a, a newer lifetime Tamarack angler, three hundred and ninety nine dollars. I mean, you know, they they've got uh, 
They got an 11 foot six inch one for 529. They've got they've got quite a few different options. And when you really think about getting into something for for under 500, that'll get you out on the right. out you know as deep in the water as what you want to go. Like that's that's really pretty pretty solid. Yeah, it really is. So, and there's plenty of other places where you can look. Like you can find a used one and stuff. And you know if you want to get out there, like I said too, canoes are great great way too. that way if you want to go with somebody else yep you got the extra room there and a little bit more stable maybe than a uh, kayak at times you think so i don't know <laughs> at God times i said at times like i said i grew up kayaks weren't very popular when i growing up you never heard of anybody having them there that was just for white water you know if you were going to do some yep. white water crazy crap like that but you know dad always had a, ca- a canoe and we take that places whether it be to the river here in town, man, we floated this river a lot of times. Um, it was always God bless Dad's heart. He would always he'd always paddle and back and steer while we got the fish out the front of it and stuff like that. But we had a couple of big rocks that were just out of the water that we'd anchor up onto sometimes and fish off of those. But it got us to other places where you necessarily couldn't get to them by shore, but if you could canoe to them, they'd get you there. So. Dear God, I hated being in a canoe when I was up there at the Boundary Waters. Speaking of which, Mockington's got to be going there here in the next couple days. I saw that he had a post or something yep. like that there. Yep. So, it's about ready to go on his soul retreat. Yep. Well, I I, I won't be More making powers. it this year. I, I do want to go here in the next couple of years again, but uh, uh, won't be this year. And I don't know. There will probably just because the tenting thing. Just is it the tenting part of it that just is like, oh dang. Well, the tenting part, the tenting part ain't bad until it thunderstorms. Oh, right. That thunderstorm was absolutely terrible. Um, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. Like, <laughs> here, here's a prime example. Like, when Ramrod and I are in that canoe, I would much rather be like, well, let's just go to shore and let's start casting offshore. Oh, okay, like yeah. it. I mean, it is not stable yeah, in, it, those, it's, it's in those different. canoes, and it freaking sucks. Yeah, it's different than – it really feels like you're – almost like in a five-point harness when you're in one of their in those that you're strapped in there you really can't do a lot of moving and everything but then again you're in there with ramsey so he's never sitting still so he's always rocking the damn thing oh so. yeah yeah and, and next thing you know he's leaning over here because he's got to grab this it's like what the what, yeah, what are you doing <laughs> like it's down by my feet why don't you just ask me and i'll hand it to you oh man like <laughs> My my freaking blood pressure is going up just thinking about that trip. How many times I yelled at that moron? God dang oh, it! Oh man! Yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything else to add before we get into the pizza reviews? Um, I'm trying to think if I've seen any like big fish being caught lately or anything like that. Well, there has been some big fish caught. No That's doubt about sure. that. But Paul uh, Stark, he's been hammering some big walleyes. Normally up is. Normally is. Um, I don't know. I really can't think of anything off the top of other things off the top of my head. Yeah, Caleb Koopfall and and Bernie Schultz got into oh. it in the elite yeah, series. Yeah. I think. Did we talk about that? I last? think we talked a okay, little, little bit about that. Dove into that a little bit about all those guys getting after each other and stuff like that. Um, there is a there is an elite series this weekend. 
There is. Yeah, at the Sabine okay. River. So okay, sure so yeah, get, get, your, get your lineup set. Get your lineup <laughs> set. Good thing you said something, because otherwise I probably would have damn well forgot. Got to have them set by Wednesday night or early early Thursday morning, I believe. So. Yep. We got a little bit of hail here last night, but it sounds like the Black Hills uh, sent the snow plows <laughs> out. They got so much damn yeah. much hail. Get skid loaders and scoop some of that hail. Yeah, that's good for them. That's good for them. It builds character, and, uh, um, you know, if you're going to live in a spot that beautiful, I guess you're going to gonna have to live with a little bit of hail yep so yes that's why i tell my wife all the time sometimes you got to deal with the ugly to <laughs> you know <laughs> your wife actually came up to us uh while uh while you were umping uh while we were at the baseball game and uh, i was kind of talking to her and she said today was kind of a clean up day at school and tomorrow's a clean up day at school and then she's done yeah and you got to go until next week uh next i don't know Tuesday. seven eight more days yeah and it's uh different for us for once she Usually was I'm saying done. that her vehicle's got to go into the shop, and then yeah. she's going to be running your pickup. And she was actually thinking that maybe she'd hook up to the boat. God, that would be just like I'd take my chances of somebody beating the hell out of it in a parking lot. <laughs> I told her I'd take. The, I told her I'd take the day off work to go help her <laughs> hook it up and make sure that, that she got to that, the boat ramp. Would, okay, okay, that would said, be the ultimate. That'd said, be the I'll, ultimate of getting Snapchats of you two out there in my boat. I would. I would be. I'm I might out. not even go out there with her. Oh. I, I might just let her. I, I, I might just drive her over there, drop it into the lake for her, send a couple Snapchats, and say, God dang it, it must suck to suck. <laughs> God oh. dang it. That would be. And then it would be like a th- it'd be like the scene from Step Brothers because pretty soon all of a sudden she would become fly- flying into the dock, take the dock <laughs> out onto the rocks because she's like, Where's the brakes on this? Boats There's and no, hose. Boats and hose. No brakes. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All righty. All right. I got a pizza review pizza this review week, time. and do 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 do. We went with the uh, Sam's Choice stuffed crust, um, and by Sam's Choice stuffed crust, I mean it was a Sam's Choice stuffed crust five meat pizza. Uh, crust stuffed with three cheeses, mozzarella, Asiago, and Romano. Uh, it had pepperoni sausage, Italian sausage, beef toppings, and steak. Pepperoni made with pork, chicken, and beef. Sausage made with pork and chicken. I believe I've had one of you these Sam's. The whole damn farm on that. And it had everything. Pizza. I believe I've had one of these Sam's choices before, and I might have even had the Sam's choice uh, five meat, but I didn't upgrade to the stuffed crust, so I thought, you know what? I'm going to give that a shot, and uh, first off, I think whenever you're dealing with stuffed crust, you, you get a little doughy. You know, oh, yeah. it gets a little extra doughy. It's pretty uh, dense. I don't love that. I, I should have known that going into it, but, you know, I got to review everything. And, uh, you know, so so first off, uh, yeah, just flat out, a little too doughy. Uh, needs more sauce. When I'm looking at the middle of the pizza, and I can see spots where it's just flat dough, no toppings, oh, no wow. cheese, no. You can't have that. That, in that ain't good. Pizza. That no. ain't good, especially for an eight dollar pizza. Uh, the toppings were decent. I'll give them that, but uh, for the extra price, the stuffed crust just isn't worth it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like somebody just took a small string cheese and kind of threw it around in there. I think that's all they do with the frozen pizzas. I, I really think that is what they are. And if you want to really make my day. I could get behind it if you'd give me a cup of marinara sauce. I was going to say, you got to have some type. No matter what stuffed crust pizza you have, whether it's the Pizza Hut or 
a frozen pizza one, you got to have some dipping sauce to dip that crust into. That's 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 what it all comes down to. If if I've got a little marinara sauce, especially from Pizza Hut, because that's the best marinara sauce in the whole entire world, I could sit there and eat stuffed crust all day long. Right. But I'm not at Pizza Hut. Nope. So stuffed crust, not worth the extra money. Not worth it. That's what I'm trying to say right now. Not worth the extra money. Uh, I wouldn't buy it again. Not a bad pizza, but uh, just not worth the extra money. And, uh, you know, overall, just probably not the best pizza at all. 4-8. 4-8? Four, 4-8. Eight. Four, eight. Four, right. eight. You know, just uh, it's it, it's a smidge below average in my in my book. And so... I found I've had like stuffed crust frozen pizzas before too, and it seems like you gotta walk that fine edge of how long you cook it in order to get the cheese melted in the crust. I'm I'm one of these people that probably overcooks all pizza. Well, me too. I'm, I mean, make right. that sucker a little black. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes you get that where all of a sudden it's just like you're just eating string cheese wrapped in you know dough and so. i do love string cheese well so do i I, just, I do love string cheese but it's good enough for a four eight four eight that's what it is four eight. Oh man Decent. what was the price on it do you remember seven dollars and 75 cents or something like that okay. so i mean it, it it's not bad it's it's really not bad but uh we're getting to that spot at seven dollars and 75 cents where you know you're you're more expensive than you know your your regular budget pizza you're not up to a lot of matza, but uh, you're close enough there, you know, at the seven seventy five range. You know, for, for $9, you start getting into the premium pizzas. Yeah. You start getting close to double digits. I mean, we're talking lots of matzas and, yep. and Pep's Draft House and Pete's Corner and, and uh, you know, some, some real bangers so no, in the pizza world. So not a bedroom pizza. Too, too, too doughy and too heavy for having it in the bedroom yeah i mean you probably could eat it in the bedroom but uh you know you're you're not gonna impress anyone no. i'll tell you that right now if you're if you're looking to get lucky tonight don't a, don't bring a, a belly sam's choice of string in cheese and yeah. dough so yeah if you're looking for a full belly sam's choice good enough you're looking to get lucky i'd, nah. I'd suggest something else all right, uh, good news story of the day, week, year, probably good news story of the week. Brought to you by Freedom Brew. Freedom Brew, Larchwood, Iowa. Larchwood, Iowa, Austin and Brianna, uh, the absolute best people in the whole entire world. Uh, I saw that they're thinking about being open in the evenings. I saw that they're thinking about extending their hours just a little bit. You so. get I, you get ice cream and... and uh, I'm definitely not going to be a guy that uh, uh, is going to be doing any coffee uh, after 3 o'clock, or I'll be up until tomorrow morning, but when you start talking ice cream, They're you, talking you, your language. you got me. Yep. And uh, like and like I mentioned earlier, it's baseball season, and Grady's say, starting to do a little baseball, yep. in, and uh, I can get after this. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of ice cream after sitting out there in the heat all day or all nope. evening. So, And uh, if you know where the Freedom Brew is, it's only a short right toss there. away from the baseball you field. I think they knew exactly what they oh, were yeah. doing. You could just sit there and eat some ice cream while you watch the game from Freedom Brew. So That's what they should do. The Freedom Brew... <laughs> If there's anyone in the world that'll actually pull this off, we need to talk to Austin, and he yeah. needs to make like a three-story high <laughs> viewing platform where you can go over there, grab some ice cream, walk up the stairs, and you'd be in like the deep outfield there. Yeah, 
and you could sit there and watch the game. Watch some game and eat some ice cream from Freedom Brew. You can't you can't beat that. Austin will do it. <laughs> he is. He, I've I've always said he he's got wild ideas and just enough money to be dangerous. <laughs> he, I mean, he's not reckless by any means. No, like he, no. He just he he's the type calculated of calculated decisions. Yep, yep. He uh he's just the type of dude that uh, every once in a while he just comes up with something that's like. That's badass. That's right. That's badass. Like starting a coffee shop. Yep. So best man coffee shop around. That's right. I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm gonna let you start uh, with this. Uh, I know I had one earlier, so I got a quick look through my phone and quick spark my memory. Well, mine. Mine is gonna be. Um, my mom and dad bought a brand new truck. <sighs> bought a brand new truck. They've never bought a brand new vehicle in their whole lives and stuff like that. So. The other day, we actually went up there to pick up my nephew, Coy, to bring him to out for his birthday, and uh, we were dropping him. The plan was to dr- drop him off at mom and dad's when we got back because Mike and Leah weren't going to be back from my uh, niece Kelsey's softball stuff, so they were going to wait and surprise us with the truck sitting out there. Well, plans changed and stuff like that where we just dropped Coy off back at home, and then we went home. And mom texted me later and said, hey, yeah, well, we were going to surprise you and tell you that we bought a brand new truck, but here's your surprise. And I know that dad had been looking at Colorados and stuff like that, kind of a smaller one, but they uh, opted to go with a brand new Chevy Silverado. So nice, bright blue, kind of bright royal blue color. They wanted to do something a little different than, you know, no white or black. They didn't want that. And uh, mom wanted something. They didn't really want red. They have some red vehicles. And uh, mom wanted something that stood out, so like, if they drove it to the casino, she knew where it was at. <laughs> <laughs> so now, an inter- interesting fact is my parents have four vehicles between the two of them now. Uh, my dad has his work car because he's obviously not going to take this brand new yep. truck to work yep. because up there where he works, it's going to get keyed instantly or vandalized instantly when you have a new vehicle. Uh, mom has her little vehicle that she drives to work every day, and then they have an old truck that we have had in the family for many years that, you know, we just take moving it's a, lawn mowers, it's a hunting you, truck. Yeah. Got to move like that, branches. Hunt, yep. Yep. Stuff. Not even that. It's just kind of like the hunting. It's okay. The hunting truck. Okay. Oh, white lightning. So, you know, now my parents have a red, white and blue vehicle. So they're pretty patriotic on Memorial day, but you know, <laughs> they were pretty freedom they, is alive. <laughs> they were pretty excited about it. Like I said, they just, as they should be right. I mean, they've, They've earned it, and you you know, I'm I'm really happy for them. And uh, now they just got to figure out how to, you know, run all the bells and whistles inside of it, <laughs> and all these buttons that they'll never ever What's use. What's this button? Do? I mean, I mean, not even to have a key start, just a push button. Yeah, start. ain't that so, crazy? I mean, it's just, it's just pretty crazy. It was kind of fun looking at the differences between like my truck and their truck, how much has changed, and oh, yeah. you know, the few years that. Yeah, yeah, because what's yours, three years old now? Or? Well, no, mine's a 2017. So 17, okay. Yeah, like six years old. But <laughs> Holy moly. I know, it's getting way old. <laughs> I think outdated. mine's a 15. So, and it was just fun, like dad walking around and looking at him, like looking at everything on it and just, you know. Yeah, hell yeah. Hopefully it didn't get hailed on last night. So <laughs> yeah, no he's, doubt. He's been having to work in the garage to move some, some uh, hunting stuff and everything like that around so that he can fit his truck and mom's vehicle in there. So hopefully he got it done, but no one, or at least parked underneath of a tree All right, or back mom's vehicle out and put his truck in the, <laughs> in yep. the garage. So that's, that's going to be my good news story of the week. Yep. Um, 
I'm going to give a shout out. Uh, well, well, first, yeah, I'm going to give a shout out to my neighbor, Jeremy K. Uh, Jeremy K has been going down, uh, in the morning sometimes and, uh, fishing down at the river. And, uh, Jeremy recently hooked into a pike. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, had to be well over 30 inches. Well, I shouldn't say one. well over, but I mean, we're talking 32, 34 inch fish yeah. and, uh, um, by far, I think the biggest fish Jeremy's ever caught. And, uh, he sent that Snapchat the other day to all of us in a, in a group. And, yep. you know, that, that's a guy that, uh, you know, he doesn't, doesn't get out very often, but, uh, I was pretty proud of him. Uh, you know, just, I don't know, two, three years ago is when Jeremy just first started yeah. fishing. And, uh, you know, he's, he's not an expert on how to hold or land, uh, pike or, or, you know, anything with really teeth, uh, got into the bass and, and been doing good at that. But, uh, um, I don't know. I was just really excited that, uh, you know, that he caught that fish, that he landed that fish and was able to take a picture of that fish. You know, that that's a big fish like that's the type that it's, you know, just kind of, uh, I, I don't know that that one fish at the end of the year is like yeah but yeah. i did catch that big you know yeah, that one big one remember that one yeah so no doubt so i was pretty jacked up about him and uh or yeah pretty jacked up about that for him and uh um then i got my buddy big bob i don't know if you hear all about big bob did uh-huh. i tell you about him yeah that that he got hurt and stuff like that yeah so my buddy big bob who owned the earned the name big bob uh, i don't know how tall big bob is but gotta be six eight six uh, he's, six yeah, nine he's, he's a tall fellow yep and uh used to be about 450 pounds now he's little bob and and slimmed down to about 200 and i don't know 240 250 pounds whatever uh but whatever the case uh Saturday morning, Bob decided that he needed to crawl to the top of a ladder. And I don't know. I was talking to his wife. I'm not 100% sure what she said. But uh, he decided to do a, uh, a dive off the top, the second to top rung, and uh, use his head to cushion his fall. And uh, um, talked to his wife today, and they're going to let him out tomorrow. Good. He had bleeding on the brain and uh, whatever. So uh, the Hasbrook family got to spend their uh, weekend up at the uh, – up at the hospital in Sioux Falls, but uh, they're going to finally let him out. Um, yeah, sounds like one hell of a one hell of a fall. And I don't know, Bob. Uh, you know, if they say Bob's got nine lives, he's used up thirty-seven of them. So <laughs> like, all right, Bob. I don't know whose whose other lives you're wasting, but uh, you need to you need to pump the brakes and settle down. But uh, now nah, I'm just pumped up. Uh, I don't know how old Bob is, but. Uh, Old enough that he doesn't need to be taking falls like that. He doesn't need to be up on that second rung to the last ladder up there. Yep, yep, yep. That's when you call in guys like my brother. Yeah, exactly. squirrely sons of guns. Yeah. Like, even if they did fall, they'd just fly down (laughs) from up there. Sounds right back there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that was crazy. (laughs) That was a close one. Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) Well, good no. to hear that he's that he's coming yeah. back home. Yeah, obviously that's not a great story that Bob fell, but uh, good news that uh, that he's gonna gonna get out of there and come home. So, all right, guys. Uh, you know, like I said uh, earlier, Matt and I both had uh, baseball with the holiday week uh, tonight. While well, Matt was umping softball, I had some baseball games, a softball game. My nephew had a t-ball game that uh, I was gonna try to get to, but uh, uh, baseball decided to go until seven thirty at night. But whatever the case, um, yeah, hopefully by next week we can get uh, get back to getting some guests and uh, life kind of falls back into a normal routine. Uh, getting to be a busy time of the year for everyone, but uh, we'll do our best to uh, try to keep kicking out good shows, and uh, we appreciate you guys uh, for tuning in. 
Uh, if you haven't, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, hit whatever the hell it is that you do on your uh, on your podcast platform. And uh, with that, I guess we'll see you next week. Later. Later.